Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. I need this right now. Conspiracies, extraterrestrials, the occult. Gather around the lunch table, children. Don't try to get up. It's been a wild day. He won't let you leave. It's Weird Wednesday with Mr. Striebel. It it has been a weird Wednesday. And, okay, so there's there's three things I want to do with this Weird Wednesday. There's there's two sounds I want to play. Okay. Okay? And then the sounds, I want to talk about John D. Because I I am going down a John D. rabbit hole. He sounds like Patrick Mahomes. And I don't know if I'm ever going to come back. Okay. That's that's like how seriously into this guy I am. Save that, Justin Soto. <laughs> I've listened to half the podcast with, with Isaac. Okay, which one? The Enoch the, the one? The new one you sent me. The, new, the John no, D. I listened one. to all of Enoch and then okay. I listened to half of John D. Okay, good. And so he sounds like Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so. You, oh, oh, I'm really? here. Oh, I'm here. The guy that. Oh, the. Uh, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. not making fun of him. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I am here. It's <laughs> <laughs> Patrick. I am here. I'm here. I'm here. It is weird for you to be like someone else. I am here. Do the Pledge of Allegiance like that. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Omaha. 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 Are you okay? What what happened to your throat? I'm just getting really into it. Hey. Blue 42. I'm here. Brittany, I am here. Brittany. Jackson style. Yeah, I don't even realize the mixtape material. I know. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, the first one I'm gonna play is what happened to your throat. I was getting into Stop. it. <laughs> I'm quitting today, right now. Phil Baker, HR, get in here. Phil, help. HR, Phil. human resources. Phil. All right. Uh, this is this comes from Representative. God bless Representative Tim Burchett. Okay, he is he has been one of the big time proponents of disclosure and UFO disclosure, and uh, he was on a UFO podcast. And and look, he's again he's a representative. He's from Tennessee, um, and he's been talking about how disclosure is going to happen. Here he is on the timeline of those things. Okay, go ahead, James. The eminent domain part, uh, I think, is what would really cause an issue with people, uh, private you know, companies with uh, lots of funds behind them. They don't want to lose that. I think some things that are going to leak out or, or locations are where information or, or some of this material or objects are, and I'll, and I'll leave it at that. Wow. Okay, so he's, he's. What does he mean by eminent domain? Is that when things are declassified? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. And these, is there a time frame on when they? Well, have that's to what be? the eminent domain is. Is the time frame? Okay. And wh- and what is it for? Because I know for like copyright, it's a hundred years. What yes. is it for? Like classified documents. <sighs> that's a great question because I, I think it depends on what like the 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 level of the classification. Like they like they they, they said they've like continue to try to declassify the JFK files yeah. and, and they keep saying okay it's coming it's going to happen yeah, you know, the eminent domain is up or whatever and they're going to do it they never do it fully or totally do you want to know a crazy fun fact about JFK yes my dad's like 
coworker client, um, his father was doing his residency in Dallas when JFK came in. Oh wow! Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So, so he's he was like there in when the he came documents through? and stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, Your dad's like, friend is in the documents. No, his dad's friend. His dad's father. friend's father's in the documents. Yeah. From the, oh like, wow! Interviewed him, CIA, everything, whatever. Oh wow! Well, then, the CIA the, was the like, what do you time, think we did? Yeah, the entire time the CIA is going, we really know did the answer here. Did? Yeah, you see what we did? You see what we did here? <laughs> All right. The second one is from George Knapp. Now George Knapp and Jeremy Corbell are like partners in crime. When it comes to UAP stuff, okay. the, he's one of the ones that helped release that jellyfish video that we've looked okay. at. Yeah. He's done a ton of breaking stories. He's the one that Bob Lazar came to okay. back in the late '80s and kind of told him. And he was the one that broke that story. He's a, he's he's a journalist. So okay. He worked for a he's he did like Crime Stopper type stuff for the News Network, and then okay. the the Bob Lazar stuff kind of sent him on a different track. So here he is talking about um, um, crash retrievals and UFO crashes uh, themselves. And this was on this was on a news network. So this was actually on television, network TV, I believe. Let me see. Let me get up here. Yeah, this is from uh, George Knapp, and there's a full YouTube clip. Uh, But yeah, go ahead. This is like uh, Channel 8 here. Go ahead, James. Back in late July, a career intelligence officer testified to a congressional committee about a sensational cover-up. The witness claimed to have evidence of UFO crashes and of programs designed to exploit that technology. Stories about crashed saucers and cover-ups have been around since the end of World War II, but are now being taken seriously in Washington. 8 News Now Chief Investigative Reporter George Knapp reviews now the origins of these claims. When former intelligence officer David Grush testified last July about non-human craft hidden away for decades inside special access programs. It caught some members of Congress and major media off guard. But the lore of crash saucers and dead aliens is hardly new. The claims have leaked out many times in the past 76 years. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. This happened on July 8th, 1947. The granddaddy of crash saucer tales is Roswell. The story didn't emanate with UFO nuts. It came from the U.S. military. In 1947, Roswell was home to the world's only atomic bomber wing. That summer, a long stretch of strange debris was discovered on a ranch outside of town. The U.S. Army Air Force issued a news release that made headlines. The Army had recovered a crashed disc. 24 hours later, the Army retracted its claim and said it was merely a weather balloon. Mangled bits of flimsy debris were shown to reporters. But 42 years ago, this is where it all began. In 1989, our first visit to Roswell, we found the retired Army officer who wrote both releases. He called and said words to this effect. We've got pieces of what we think is a flying saucer. Walter Hott stuck to the official story until the day he died, but left a sworn posthumous statement admitting he'd been ordered to lie, that the recovered craft had been of alien origin, and that small bodies of the pilots had also been recovered by the Army. The story has been backed up by dozens of other witnesses. The U.S. military has changed tunes multiple times in the decades since, later saying the object recovered wasn't a mere weather balloon, but a highly classified spy balloon. 
and the bodies were mannequins dropped years later. The Air Force declared the case closed in the 1990s, but it hasn't gone away. Roswell wasn't the earliest crash tale. Famed astrophysicist Dr. Jacques Vallée, who worked as a consultant to the Air Force Project Blue Book, told us in 2021 that the very first atomic blast, the Trinity test, caused the crash of a five-ton avocado-shaped spacecraft. It didn't blow up into pieces the way an airplane would have. It was apparently very strong. The tower was bent, but the object kept going. It came to the ground, and it plowed an avenue all the way down the hill. They made a turn, apparently under power, and stopped against a, a, a bump in the, the, the terrain. The kids saw that. Um, now, remember, this was 1945, August 1945, two years before Roswell. There was no concept of flying saucers. Intelligence officer David Grush told Congress there might have been an even earlier crash in Mussolini-era Italy. The strange materials recovered were reportedly stashed inside the Vatican. Nevada's connection to alleged UFO crash retrievals was merely whispered for decades until the late 80s when a former government scientist unleashed explosive allegations about a string of secret hangars built into the side of a mountain near the mysterious Area 51 base. Well, there's several, uh, actually nine uh, flying saucers, flying discs. The identity of the witness was later revealed in our reports. Bob Lazar's claims remain controversial to this day, but the allegations are now permanently etched into the minds of the public. George Knapp, 8 News Now. All right, now I'm going to connect all this stuff to John D. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Buckle up. Let's do it. All right, so three things that I want you to focus on. Okay. Number one, okay, Mussolini. That Italy. blew my mind. Okay. Okay. Then think number two. Okay. The crash. The crash happened at the nu- with the nuclear bomb. Okay. Number three. 1947 Roswell. Uh huh. All right. So I talked about this guy John D. So here's who John D. was. John D. He lived from uh, 1608 to. Or actually, I'm sorry. He uh, was born 1527. Yeah. He died in 1608 or 1609. He okay. was in on the court of Queen Elizabeth I, the mm-hmm. daughter of Henry VIII. Yeah. Okay. He was a mathematician, astronomer, astrologer teacher occultist and alchemist mm-hmm. so he, he he was very into this entire you know trying to contact other entities mm-hmm. via magic yeah okay so he had another guy that he worked with by the name of edward kelly and he was mm-hmm. an even bigger occultist than john d was and so i've been talking about the book of enoch so enoch was noah's great great grandfather and he was uplifted to heaven by god he mm-hmm. he was there when all of the stuff happened with the watchers and the nephilim and everything okay so there's a book and it's called John D. The Empire of Angels, Enochian Magic, and the Occult Roots of the Modern World. Mm-hmm. Okay, my, our, our world. Okay, mm-hmm. so this all starts with John D. So he and Edward Kelly, during the time of Queen Elizabeth, they were scrying, which is they look into this black mirror type, like our cell phone like your cell phone, okay. a black mirror, and they would use this Enochian language, which is supposedly the, the language of the angels. And these angels, allegedly angels, okay, were telling them of all these world events that were going to happen in the future, and it was very well documented, okay? Okay. Eventually, it got so bad, it kind of drove John D. a little crazy. He ended up getting dismissed from Queen Elizabeth's court, Ooh. and he ended up dying uh, poor, 
Okay. Okay. But he passed along this Enochian language all through, you know, then it got passed down. Was Nostradamus a part of that at all? He was not. No, no. Okay. This, is, this is not Nostradamus. Different thing. Okay. Yeah. So John D was this big time occultist. I'm going to read this book. It's on the way. I'm going to, and there's more about John D, but I just want you to follow the trail of John D to where we're okay, going okay, here. Okay, okay. So a studier of John D was a man by the name of Aleister Crowley, and he was an English aristocrat that got very into this stuff. And he was part of multiple um, occult. Uh, secret societies. Uh, uh, he practiced religion called Philema. Uh, he's part of the Golden Dawn, um, and he used John D's Enochian language to also contact contact um, these beings. Extraterrestrial. Extraterrestrial. Well, th- they call themselves angels, and that's the thing that that, that the sticking point here. Okay. What is what does the evil do? What does the devil do? The devil deceives. disguises evil himself. Do- exactly disguises himself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with this language, he's, he's tapping into these entities. Yeah. 1933. Just talk about Mussolini. Right in a UFO crash, Alistair Crowley was in Italy doing these works, doing these Enochian language spells and these works. In 1933, Mussolini expelled him from Italy, kicked him out of Italy when he found out what he's doing. The UFO crash happened the same time frame in 1933. I know that until today when I listen to a podcast. Yeah, 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 exactly. Boom. Mussolini kicks him out of Italy because of all the magic that he was doing. This UFO crash happens then. You fast forward to 1945. Okay, atomic weapons. So this entire the Trinity site. So have you seen the movie Oppenheimer or know the Oppenheimer story? I know of it. Okay, so you know of I it. I haven't so, seen the movie, yeah, but I know what it the, is. The Manhattan Project, right, 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 the right. Trinity sites where they started to to do these tests, okay. nuclear. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the the worry about the nuclear site, the nuclear tests were they didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. One of the things they were worried about is you'd blow up the entire world. Like, we don't know. Like, the first time they dropped this nuclear bomb, they didn't know it was going to happen. <laughs> and so, what if when they dropped the nuclear bomb, opens something else up? A portal. Because, I mean, you, yeah, well, maybe a portal, right? Because yeah. you're, you're dealing with you're dealing with the essence of the universe, the atoms, right? The smallest. The, like, everything in the universe is made up of these atoms. Oh, and when that's you're, insane. Exactly. Fast forward to 1947. Okay, Roswell. That's when we talked about him last week, the week before. That's when Jack Parsons was doing his Babylon working with in the, L. Ron, in the desert with L. Ron Hubbard in in New Mexico, and they were also using the blueprint set forth by John D. in the 1500s, tapping into this Enochian language. T- trying to tap into these beings and all these beings are always telling these like these the like this is what's going to happen it's okay we're, we're good here we're your guardian angels when 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 Alistair Crowley was doing it he was like oh yeah I'm talking to my guardian angel Awas that's what he said the guardian angel he talked to was Awas and then he was also the one that talked to the first gray alien lamb and he draws a picture of him and all these things that, 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 that see these things Anna these are the things that keep turning my attention away from space uh-huh. to this this type of interdimensional. stuff. Interdimensional. and then maybe it's not it's not again altruistic. So you have this entire history of and I'm gonna read this book and I'll give all updates as I'm going through it. It's like uh-huh. three hundred and twenty seven pages or whatever. It's a long book, but but John D's a very interesting character. And I, I'm interested to find out okay, how did he find this stuff? Where did he where did he locate it? What exactly were he and Edward Kelly trying to do? Like these these quote angels were telling him to do like crazy stuff like swap wives and yeah, they like exactly what what oh kind God. of what kind of like good being would tell you to do, to that? do that? It's it. I'm telling you, it's all deception. There's there's deceiving, and it's changed our world from then 
to now. Is, isn't it a lot of it too, like vanity? And there, there's sure. so many things that if you look at Instagram today, I know Isaac was talking about that in one of his podcasts. Yeah. Um, it's just reminiscent of things that we see today. Do we know the reason why the Book of Enoch was not in the Bible? Why it was not included? Uh, it was so it's not. Or the Ark of not, it, it, it's it's an apocrypha. Canonical. Yeah, it's, it's not canonical. canonical. It's apocrypha. Yeah. yeah. So there are a lot of books in the Bible that that aren't included in the Bible that are considered apocrypha. Okay. And when the church. So they didn't find the book of Enoch. They, they like it was it was a part of the consciousness. Okay. Like they knew about like it. Oral they didn't history. Have, oral history, exactly. Yeah. They didn't actually like have it, but it was yeah. part of more of a, of the like, Jewish history. Okay, because you know, it was a book that, that that was it was part of a Jewish tradition, kind of like Old Testament. Old Testament. Okay, yeah. so when they found the Dead Sea Scrolls and yes. the book of Enoch was included in it, it, from what I understand, it was the first like hard copy they had of it. And it was so the Bible had already been produced at this point. And when the Catholic Church was the church that put the Bible together, mm-hmm. they wanted the books in there to coincide with what the message that they wanted to get out there about the New Testament and everything. Sketchy. Exactly. And so there's like the book of Thomas. There's the book of Jesus. There's the book of Mary. Yeah. There's a book of Mary Magdalene. There's a lot of apocrypha books. Wow. That, that, oh yeah, there's, there's a book of Enoch is one of them. There's, there's a book of Jubilees. That's part of a, part of a Jewish tradition as well. Okay. Where, where again, these books were said, okay, it doesn't fit the storyline that we're trying to create here uh-huh. and push out as like a mainstream type idea mainstream media yeah well yeah well i mean it's, it's kind of one of those things like okay who controls the message uh-huh. how where does the message go back to who who's choosing the message who's choosing the the message they want to send out so the, the, it's interesting that george knapp talked about the vatican there because another person that we talk about a lot on here diana pasolka right who has you know she she wrote the books encounters american cosmic she had a now, does, she has a past to get into the like the Vatican archives, and she's been in there, and she's talked about some of the things that she's seen and she's read. There's a Vatican observatory. A lot of people don't understand, like, don't know that that they like there are physicists that are monks, and they're like they're monks and they work for the Catholic Church. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have an, they have an observatory, like one of the best observatories in the world in the world is in Vatican in the Vatican. And they're looking at all this stuff all the time. They have like original Galileos. They have original. Um, uh, oh, oh shoot! Like Kepler. Uh, they have they have original like documentation from, from 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 all these scientists. Yeah, and it's kept there. I think it's just an archive of so much world history. And that's the thing is, is like there. Is it, oh yeah, it's and, beyond just like the church or going to. Oh church. no, there no. It's beyond all of it. They because mm-hmm. I mean because at the time. Uh, the Catholic Church, all the money was, was poured well, into it. Not, all, not only that, they they were the educated. Like the Catholic Church yeah. was the educated people. They could read and they could write, and they were doing yep. the investigations. And so that's a reason why they have all that stuff because they were the kind of like the the uh, academics well, of, the time, the of the time. Also, think about how the Catholic Church opened hospitals, it opened schools, it controlled yeah. so much of our infrastructure. Healthcare, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they were on they were on uh, royal like royal courts. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason why. Uh, Henry VIII broke away from the Catholic Church was because he wanted to divorce his wife because she couldn't produce a son. Yeah. So he was like, well, okay, I don't want her anymore. I'm going to get another wife. In other yeah. words, that's why, you know, Thomas, St. Thomas More stood up and was like, hey, you can't do that. Can't do he that. broke away from the Catholic Church and the beheaded Catholic Church and the beheaded Thomas More mm-hmm. because he told him not to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> so they have a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it, 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 it would, would be- scare me to see all that they have. 
it'd be very intimidating yeah to be in to be in that archive mm-hmm. and to see what they have and there's stuff that's I mean, there, there's a secret archive like that. Like, like there's there, there's stuff there that they have hidden. Oh yeah, they, they know so much about our history as a planet. We've talked about this before. We think the U.S. government has secrets. Imagine the Vatican. Oh, the Vatican Just has imagine secrets on secrets on the world. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, all the ancient Going back documentation. Centuries. Oh yeah. They go back to the time of Jesus before the time of Jesus. I mean, it goes deep. Deep. That's so scary. And if there's stuff there from that that crash in Italy in 1933, I never knew. Tell me more about that. I never knew about that crash. Well, it was it was pre obviously it's pre World War Two. Yeah, right. It's pre World War Two. So again, Alistair Al- Crowley was there. He was doing some weird stuff. There was apparently a UFO crash in Mussolini. Mean, you had it covered up, right? And at the time, Mussolini and the Catholic Church were still on good terms, and you know, dissipating obviously as World War Two started. Mm-hmm. But you know, they worked in conjunction to get rid of it and they had to put it somewhere and there's this idea that whatever this is you know whatever whatever this is this is part of not only church knowledge but like his like deep historical mm-hmm. knowledge like human deep, knowledge hu- yeah hu- it's part of our, our human story it's just so odd to me when we talk about you know guardian angels and how they could be disguises or even you know are they what we think of as aliens like I think there is some sort of relation. If you look at like artwork of like what a like guardian angel is and all the artwork, I mean, they're all floating above you. It's all like celestial beings. Like, yeah. That has to mean something. It's never beneath you. It's all up in the sky. When right. you pray, you look to the sky. Even like Mayans and stuff. Yes. Always we all, we're planet. always looking up to the stars. There's a natural human instinct to do that. What yeah. is that? I, I it's a great Even question. when you pray, you're like God's up in heaven. Right. It's not down here with us in heaven. Well, the, down below. You know what I mean? Well, like, you, there's a connection there. Well, even the ideas of of like Hinduism and Buddhism, like you level up. You never level yes. down. You like you. How you, true you, is that? Yeah. And then hell. You think about it's the exactly. circle. You exactly. Go exactly. Down. I know that's like, Dante. It's different. You're you know, always Dante trying Soprano. to ascend to a higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. Ascend to higher. higher. It's uh, everything's up. In every in every like mainstream and religion, not even never, monotheism. We never think about these beings who, if you believe that they come to us from different planets, that they are less intelligent or less developed than They're we are. They're always more advanced than They're we are. They're always more advanced. Yeah, that's a great point. For They're them to come down to our down level. Down to our level. Is yeah, it just that's symbolism? That's a great point. It's down to... Or down, is it true? They come down to us. But like any painting, like there's a famous painting of like two children walking and their guardian angel is behind them. Yeah. She's above. I mean, like she's levitating above Watching you. over. A higher consciousness yes and I, th- I think there's something to it and i like i like that point you made with the down to our level yeah like we're we're maybe like in the middle we never have anything to teach them and we have we have they always have more knowledge than we do yeah in Unless, our conjectures of what well, they are. exactly and, and you have to think too like okay so are we okay we're are, okay if we're in the middle and we have free will and we have you know control of who we are and what we can do mm-hmm. and that you know we have a choice to level down or level up yep and what are we going to choose to do choose to the high hire road. the high yeah, go there you mm-hmm. go choose the high road mm-hmm. all of this connects mm, I'm you like that you, you like it's that? just common themes yes it's a very common yeah common common themes they're all interwoven common themes really interwoven. everything yes so we went from wow this is yes all right a lot of text coming in texter big rig at 457 this goes deep deep uh <laughs> <laughs> took, this photo, took this photo of 
Little oh, Little Alien, yeah, Rachel Nevada last September. So there's this restaurant uh, called the Little Alien. It's outside of Area 51. Oh, yeah, it's the Little Alien. That's awesome. Yes. Oh, very very cool. Absolutely. Texture round daddy phone home. Thank you. How interesting though. Like in a place like that, it's always like places where you have like an untouched like view of the sky where we see all this. So not like a mountainous region. Like no, I guess it's in New Mexico, wherever it is. Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. Like, that's where you see, I don't know, it's just where you have a clear view of the sky. That's just crazy to me. Yeah, no, it, no Nevada, New Mexico, Arizona. Those type of regions. Those, yeah, but the mountains have weird stories, too. Oh, oh. You know that. I lived in West Virginia. Yeah. The mysticism and weirdness that's there. Yes. Don't get in me In the going. Appalachian Mountains. Very, oh, I feel yeah. like Louisiana and, like, West Virginia, because Louisiana, you kind of have swamp, you have all this kind right. of different things that things aren't clear. Yeah, I, did, I read, I, God, I can't remember where I read this, but I read this the other day. During the Ice Age, mm-hmm. like the Appalachian like mountain area was one of the few places on the East Coast that still had vegetation and life. And they have they have like the most variety of trees like in the United States, like the species and varieties of trees are out there in the Appalachian Range. And, and that it's like it, it remained like untouched. You and there's like some it. weirdness. There. There's like an ancient like vibe you get there. I'm not trying to sound like. Woo. No, you're not. No. Well, if you're to sound like that, this is the place to sound like that. Yeah, right here, right now. I'm not yeah. trying to be too woo woo, but like you feel it. There's something different there. Yeah. Like an ancient like it feels mystic. There's a mysticism. Oh, there. yeah. There's there's stuff there. There's mounds and stuff. Uh, a couple more te- texture. And domains government ability to take your land for public okay there we go thank you very good thank you texture for for clearing that up. that is eminent domain they can take your land for public use whenever they want texture oh. uh me with the owner inside the little alien oh her awesome. husband was from western kentucky there you that go. is so cool very, very cool. cool i like that very that's awesome I, good job text line i love this i like when the text line like sends us like little weird stuff that they've experienced in their lives uh texter uh council of Dos- ladosia 336 ad decided the current books of the new testament yes at that uh count uh that that's yeah absolutely excellent all right Let's take a break. Very good Weird Wednesday. Good text coming through there. Appreciate that. Thank you for the clarification on eminent domain. Very much appreciate that as well. Uh, we'll go ahead and take a break. We're going to talk about Kentucky versus Florida tonight. Uh, people uh, have your te- your takes are trash. They're mad about the the Paris. Well, it's about the uh, the Paris, uh, the, the Lamont. Lamont Paris stuff. The show stinks today. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, texture Paris fine coach way down the list of candidates. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. On the other end, we're talking Kentucky, Florida, and more here on the Roundtable ESPN 680.